An army is approaching Lake Ansel, and Octavia is only minutes ahead of them. Where did the army come from? Will she be able to warn the town in time? And why did that goblin sound like he was from New York? Welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident ASMR, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. If you like what you hear in the next hour, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcast app. Uh, the best way for us to grow right now is by sharing us with your friends, so please tell your RPG group about us. Can be D&D, can be Pathfinder, or any of your nerdy friends you think might be interested. Or honestly, share us with those non-nerdy friends you've been trying to convince to play RPGs for ages. Okay, so uh, first things first, before we jump into the actual adventure, uh, we just want to give a shout out to another podcast there, the D&D Raw podcast, D&D Rules as Written. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at Rules as Written. Uh, they were kind enough to offer to uh, let us air a promo on their podcast and... We have zero content right now. Up as as we are recording this right now, we have a Twitter account, an Instagram account, yep. and no published episodes whatsoever. Yep. So for all they know, we could be like a a dumpster fire of a podcast. Oh yeah. But they were they were nice enough to stick their necks out for us and uh, offer us a free promo. Uh, so we just want to say thank you to them. If you are listening to us because you heard about us from them. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you're listening to us and you have not heard of them, give them a follow and a rate and a subscribe as well, because they seem like cool people. So we are going to return the favor and air a promo for their show. So without further ado, here is a promo for D&D &D Raw. The world of Ostia has changed since a party of adventurers saved Orenthal from the sinister Whispered Ones. The future seems bright as people revel in a world rebuilding from the Cataclysm. Magic is common and new technology solves old problems. Yet clerics and paladins find their magic weakened. And there is a chilling rumor that a powerful deity has died, or at very least, vanished. Join D&D Raw as our two diverse parties of adventurers explore the world of Ostia for our new actual play campaign. Find us at dndraw.com. It's been incredible um, having some people reach out to us prior to us having any content and communicating that they're exciting, excited to hear about our content and, um, you know, extending such kind offers as, you know, a more established podcast being willing to air a promo for us new people. And so that's that's really been been an overwhelming show uh, of of community that has been really exciting to be a part of. And it's making it encouraging to try to make a product that, you know, is make content that is worthy to have some more established people be like, yeah, these people might be new, but at least they have good sound quality and have a good story and are prepared. <laughs> um, so those are all the things that we do try to, you know, are trying to, to bring every, you know, every episode. Yeah, like we, we made this plan 
to to start this podcast, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll put together a campaign. We'll we'll record some stuff. We'll have a Twitter account. It'll be great. And then we made the Twitter account first, and people were like, oh my gosh, we're so excited to hear your content. And then it's like, oh crap, people are people might actually listen to this. So we yeah. <laughs> we kind of have to put out something good, huh? I know it's like. Oh, I really want people to listen to us as you're thinking that and you're lying in bed and you're, you know, doing your media planning in your head. And then you think that people might actually listen to it. And then you're like, holy cow, people might actually listen. And it it just turns into a whole nother level of reality when you go from that kind of like, oh, here's this plan. We really hope it works. We hope that, you know, a person besides my mom listens to us. Uh, and then when there are, ex- you know, external individuals who, uh, you know, don't know us as as persons um, and they're showing confidence in us, that gives at least me gives me a boost of confidence in myself yeah. and that we're, you Sorry. know, we're bringing a story that people will want to engage with and will want to hear and we're worthy of joining that, you know, RPG actual play podcast family. Yeah, yeah. So no, no pressure as a dungeon master or anything. Well, we hope you make an engaging, interesting, <laughs> multifaceted story that people want to listen to. Yeah. And, uh, hey. <laughs> and I hope, you know, as a player, I'm like, hope you don't get stuck. <laughs> hope role playing isn't awkward. <laughs> hey, guess what? It's a one on one. We only have one character, so we hope you don't hate her. Oh yeah, that's that's oh that's not at all something that keeps me up at night at all. No, I sleep very soundly. Uh, I I do regardless, but uh. I mean, you do, yeah. Seriously, like two seconds after the lights go out, like how are you snoring already? It's a gift. <laughs> it's that clean conscience of yours. It's my clean conscience. Your innocent yeah. nature. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm. Innocent as the freshly fallen snow. Um, but do uh, you yeah. want to get into this uh, this episode? Yes, sir. My dear? I would love to. So Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. We were introduced to her last episode, uh, last week, presumably. And uh, yeah, she's she's pretty cool. She's got some stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went out to gather some mushrooms in some caves on some nearby cliffs and stumbled onto an army. That is approaching her hometown, uh, the resort town of Lake Ansel. So we return to the adventure. Uh, you are gliding down on your celestial wings, which are about to, Expire. about to time out. Y- you know how in, uh, in video games when you get like a power up and it's about to go away, it starts like blinking in mm-hmm, and out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that is what that's that's what's happening right <laughs> now. Like They're the sort fuel, of like do, 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 do. the fuel empty. It's like on empty, and I know I have enough time to like <laughs> land before I like completely run out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> is there? There's like there's got to be like a little HUD for all these effects, right? <laughs> I would like hope. how how spells always have a, a duration of like two minutes. Yeah. Like, how do you two minutes? Is how do so you know? Sure. How do, how do, how does one know? It's just little gauges that pop up in front of your eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or, no, you just have a squire who, like, runs up and is like, Oh, Octavia, you have approximately 30 seconds left to land. It's been 47 seconds since you <laughs> took off. You might want to dis- decrease your altitude, sire. <laughs> you will take falling damage upon the disappearance. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so anyway, that <laughs> that is where you are. You are gliding down on these uh, these wings. I was thinking of the song in the arms of the angels because I was thinking in the wings of the angels. But, in the arms of the angels. But we don't have any sad puppies here. Um, <laughs> I could turn into a sad puppy. You could. Just waste a wild shape for the sake uh, of a joke. Uh, hey! Um, <laughs> hey, why not? It's um, content! Anyway. You are you are gliding down towards the ground, uh, towards the plains between uh, Lake Ansel and the mountain range of Absalon's tail. You have just spotted a massive army approaching Lake Ansel from the east, presumably coming down from the mountains. What is this army? Who are they? What are they? What do they want? You don't know, uh, but you know they are approaching your hometown with speed. Uh, you have managed to get ahead of a scouting party of two goblins and a kobold who are uh, <laughs> chasing you. Presumably they would like to stop you from warning the town of the approach of this army. So we'll say, let's see, your your flight was about 600 feet total. So I mean, I mean, they were moving at the same time, so I'll say you can get about three, you're a few hundred feet in front of this scouting party. Okay. Uh, you are still a good ways away from your home. It took you about an hour yeah. to get to the point in the bluffs that you are at. So are you going to just try to run the entire way? Are you going to try to deal with this scouting party? And what are you going to do when you get to the walls? Uh, let's jump into it. Octavia, what do you do? As soon as Octavia hits the ground... Yes. She's going to turn into a lion. A lion? Oh, okay. Interesting choice. And she is going to dash the entire way back. Wouldn't like, a cheetah be more appropriate? As far <laughs> as far as I know, there were not stats for a cheetah at a CR1 in the monster manual, so I'm using a lion. Okay. Uh, do lions move exceptionally fast? They have a or fifty. Something? They have fifty. Their speed is fifty Wait, what? feet. Wait, seriously? Mm-hmm. For real? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Hold on. Uh, yes, 50 sir. Fifty feet. Fifty That's feet. Insane. Yes, sir. Oh, dang. Sorry, I believe you. I just want to see it for myself. And lions are super cool, and Octavia just turned into one. Let's roll the giant lion. Hot dang! Mm -hmm. 50 feet! That's insane! Okay, um, yeah! Uh, so this has been an interesting turn of events. So you, you were a spider, you popped out of the cave, you turned back into your Asimar, you ran down the beach, wings sprouted from your back, you leapt into the air, majestically soared over these monsters who fired some arrows at you. Uh, you got in front of them, landed, and I imagine, like, as you land, you don't, your feet don't even touch exactly. the ground before you're like, a lion and you're just uh, running full blast mm -hmm. towards your city. Yep. Uh, yeah, that is so if you dash, that's a hundred feet around, which drastically outpaces these poor little goblin legs. <laughs> um, <laughs> Again, it's like Michael Phelps walking a corgi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and then just like one stride. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um so you uh And I'm gonna you, like I'm gonna I'm gonna take a second and I'm just gonna like let out a majestic roar 
just to let them know that I'm a lion, don't mess with me, and I'm gonna just take off. Okay, that gives them a bit of pause, but they, uh, not like your pause. Oh! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they begin their pursuit, uh, but you are vastly faster than them. Yeah. So you, you, uh, you're outpacing them. You know this army is not running. From what you saw, they were, they were marching, so they're moving, but they're not moving particularly quickly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you... they're an army. They can't, like, be keeping yes. up a pace of, like, a dash for, Yes, you know, they're, they're not running. They, are, they are marching. It is a steady, steady approach. Yeah, uh, so you more you terrifying, are... honestly. Right? It is inevitable. Um, mm-hmm. You... So you, you outpace both of these two factors, and uh, you get to... You begin to approach the walls, the eastern gate of uh, Lake Ansel. Uh, your brother Antony is still... Okay, good. Um, he is still stationed at the at the gate. Uh, he's got his spear in hand, and there's another guard who you you don't personally know uh, standing on the other side of the gate. Uh, you are still a lion as you begin to get within eye shot. Unless you uh, want to transform before the these guards can see you, it is up to you. What what do you do? I'm probably going to transform back into my human or Asmar humanoid Asmar shape so they don't think that a mad lion is charging in and start attacking me. Um, so Octavia is going to unwild shape and but continue okay. booking it towards Antony and the other guard. So are they on like are they up on the wall or are they on? Yeah, like, the yeah. So picture there's floor. like a large. Uh, it's sort of a stone, ornately carved wall because this is a resort town, yeah. but they also need to have these defenses. So it's uh, it's probably a, a dozen or so feet high. It's it's reasonably tall, but not like super super huge. Um, there is a gate in the center and sort of Antony is positioned on one side and the other guard is positioned on the other. Okay, so on my level as I run up. Uh, no, sorry, okay, sorry, sorry. They are on top okay. of the wall. Sorry, so they're sort of mistake. looking down at you. Okay. No, that's my bad. So I'm going to unwild um, shape and I'm going to just continue booking it towards, uh, towards the wall. And as soon as I get within what I think is earshot, I'm going to cry out mm-hmm. like, Antony, I, I, I've seen there's this army coming. I don't know if it's orcs and what it is, but there's somebody coming and you have to sound the alarm and you have to let the city know that... The, you know, a, an, an army is coming. They're, they're like coming at us. And she becomes a little bit incoherent because, you know, she's a teenager and she just saw this this humongous army of obviously malevolent forces descending upon her and descending upon her home and her family. And she's just like pointing behind her and shouting to her brother to to warn the town to that, to gather the militia because this is happening. Uh... Anthony looks at you a bit confused, uh, but then you see him sort of disappear, um, and and the gates slide open, and and you can see him standing down on ground level. He's uh, sort of climbed down the wall, and he's he's standing in front of you, and you rush into mm-hmm. him, and he, and he grabs you by your shoulders, and he's like, Octavia, slow down. What are you saying? 
I was getting the mushrooms that mother and father sent me to take to go find, I, and I was I was headed back on my way back, and I ran into goblins and a kobold who were some scouting party, and and, and I was able to outpace them. I, I, I flew out of the way, but I, I looked back for a second, and I just saw them all coming down the mountain. I, I don't know how many of them there are, but it, it's it's... It's there are orcs, and I don't didn't know what some of the things were, and they're all they're all coming to like Ansel, and it's like a cloud. There are so many of them, and we just we have to be ready. You have to go tell somebody. He says, "Oh, oh, this this isn't another one of your your dreams, is it, Octavia? You you actually saw this? I actually saw this, Antony, and I I get." She gets really mad at this and struggles out of his grasp and like pulls herself up straight and is like, "This, this was not a dream. This was not a vision. I know what it is. What I saw with my own two eyes." Fine. Uh, all right. All right. I, I believe you. Uh, I'll notify the 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 captain of the guard. He'll he'll get the the rest of the the militia m- mobilized. Get to the center of town. The 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 temple. The temple of rest. The, the bell tower. You have to, you have to ring it. Get the, get the town on alert. I'll do what I can from here. Uh, she just nods and runs towards. I'm assuming she knows where the bell tower is. <laughs> yes. Uh, so in, in like Ansel, the centerpiece of the town is the Temple of Absalon, also known as the Temple of Rest. And uh, it, as it is the centerpiece, it sort of uh, crescendos into a tower, and at the top of that tower is a large bell. Uh, so it's sort of the warning system. Uh, in case anyone needs to alert the town, but uh, Anthony has requested that that you go do this, and he will get the the captain of the guard and get everyone on the walls uh, up and ready okay. to defend. Okay. So Octavia will take off and will go towards that go towards that center bell. Okay. As you as you go, uh, you can hear the gates sort of creaking back shut. Uh, behind you, and Antony runs up to the wall, and you can begin to hear him shouting to his counterpart. And then he uh, he runs off uh, into the into the city in a different direction. So you are heading towards the Temple of Absalon, the Temple of Rest, in the center of town. It's a it's a few minutes, but okay. if you are uh, sprinting, mm-hmm. basically the entire way, it's not the city is not huge. But it takes you a good few minutes of a of a run uh, to get there. Uh, the Temple of Rest. It is the centerpiece of the town. Uh, its bell tower reaches high into the sky, uh, and it is the home for many of the clerics of Alapsalon who live on the upper levels. Now, this has been a, a mostly it's been mostly a time of peace mm-hmm. up until up until when here there haven't been any large scale. Uh, wars in recent history uh, so you know the bell tower has not been used in many many years even though you have only been here for a- about a year in total mm-hmm. you approach the temple uh, clerics are wandering to and fro everyone is very nonchalant it's just another day for them yeah. they're going about their business you can see people in a white fluffy robes wandering through the temple heading to their next massage or <laughs> going into the spa um, but you know, you know, the, uh, the tower is in the center and you, you, you know where you can go to get up there. Okay. Can I access the tower 
myself? Do I need, like, is the door locked? Is it behind? Do I need, basically, do I need to get, like, a, a priestess to allow me in? Uh, yeah, so you, you, as you get into the, the temple, you can see that the door, uh, that leads into the spiral, the, the sort of spiral stair that leads up into this, this tower that goes through the center of the entire structure, uh, the door is, it is locked. Okay. As it stands. So, Octavia takes a beat, she takes a breath. And she looks, Plenty of people are wandering past you. She looks for the most senior priestess she can see, you know, based on their vestments and, mm-hmm. you know, the way they carry themselves. Yes, uh, you see a, a relatively uh, senior member of, of the, the clergy here. Uh, she's in her more ornate white robes, standing uh, off in, in the corner. She's conversing with a... What appears to be an elven couple there. They're wearing uh, those white fluffy robes and some some slippers. <laughs> uh, Octavia run walks, uh, you know, the kind of like speed walks. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have enough time before the museum is closing, but you like want to see the really famous <laughs> painting yes. and you're like, I'm not running, but I almost am. Uh, up to the priestess and interrupts her and says, uh, dear mother, I apologize for the interruption, but I have been sent by the city militia to ring the bell because an army from the mountains is about to fall upon us. Oh, oh I'm sorry, dear. I'm a little bit hard of hearing. Would you mind speaking <laughs> up? <coughs> uh, dear mother, sorry for the interruption. Uh, no need to scream, darling. I'm standing right here. <coughs> dear mother, sorry for the interruption, but I have been sent by the city militia to ring the bell because the city is about to be beset upon by an army flowing down from the mountains too numerous to count. Oh, that sounds like quite a pickle, does it, dear? What, what do you need from me? I need access to the bell tower, dear mother, to ring the bell, to alert the town, to find as safe a place as possible. The, the bell tower? Uh, oh, yes, follow me. Um, you can see this this woman is <laughs> very old. Uh, she, she begins hobbling her way towards the tower, but she's going much slower than you would like. Uh, what race is this woman? She is a very elderly human. Can I pick her up? Sure. I I bow, I gesture my head and I say, "Dear mother, do you mind if I assist us in our perambulance towards the door?" Uh, what what kind of assistance do you mean? Uh, you can roll a strength check if you would, if you would like to. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm just a 13 year old. I'm not super strong. That's just a 13. Literally, a 13 year old rolled a 13. Or you know, kind of put my arm under her arm to help uh, her along. She, she is a she is a very light, frail woman, and and you can uh, sort of hurry her. You can pick her up if you would like, or or you can just sort of. I'd like hurry to hurry her, her, her. Yeah. Okay, you, you're still going a bit slower than you alone could have, okay. but <laughs> but but you do manage to shuffle her okay. uh, towards the door. Is she also uh, wearing she, slippers? 
Uh, no, no, she is in she's in priestess garb, which has little uh, little boots. No. Uh, but she reaches into one of her long sleeves and she pulls out a ring of keys and she goes, "Oh dear me, I I can't quite remember which key <laughs> oh it was." And she starts oh trying gosh. them one at a time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> um, but eventually she uh she puts in the right key and clicks it and turns and the door swings open, leading to a spiral staircase that goes up, 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 and up. I take one second to nod my head towards her, and I say, thank you so much, dear mother, and I run up the stairs. Uh, you hear her say, have fun, dear. As <laughs> oh my you, uh, gosh. As you run uh, up these stairs. What do I see? Um, so, uh, you, you book it up these stairs as quickly as you can be. And you get into, uh, you get into the the bell tower, and as you sort of finally crest the the top of the staircase, you find yourself. It's a it's a circular tower. It has four pillars, basically one on each. There's not really there are no corners in a circle, believe it or not. Really? Uh, but if oh, you I drew a square that. in the center, there would be four, you know, points, and there are four pillars reaching up, and then the <laughs> ceiling is sort of a conical. Uh, sort of ceiling. A comical ceiling? And in the center... A comical ceiling, yes. (laughs) And in the center is a large uh, sort of wrought iron bell, which is used to alert uh, the whole town. But also on the top of this tower is a figure. What? A figure who is dressed all in black. Oh, hot dang. red skin. Oh, hot dang. ears. And horns, and no, it's it's not a it's not a tiefling, uh, but it looks at you as you approach, and it reaches to its belt and pulls out throwing knives, what? and settles into an offensive stance. And I'm going to need you to roll initiative. What? Oh my gosh! Okay, okay, okay. That would be a nineteen. All right, and it rolls a. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm sorry, but it rolled a 23. <laughs> All right, then. Fancy pants. You look it up and down, and uh, you recognize that this creature is a type of hobgoblin. Oh, shoot. So it, it sort of looks like if a hobgoblin was a ninja, that that would be this thing. <laughs> Um, so it's sort of, it's in this sort of, uh, offensive stance. Mm-hmm. It's got a throwing knife mm-hmm. in each of its hands, and it, it goes first. So on round one of the first combat of me, my spouse, and her die, it throws oh, two, yeah. two of these knives directly Oh at my gosh. You. Okay. I'm gonna roll two d20s. Why are you rolling two d20s, my love? Because it's making two attacks, my love. Uh, it shouldn't uh, be doing that against me. It should be nice to me. Uh, well, you were very lucky. Do you want to know what I, I rolled? What did you roll? One of them, I rolled a natural five. Ooh. And the other, I rolled a natural one. Yes! <laughs> uh, so it, um, it... Flings these two knives at you, but you're just—you don't even dodge. They just fly <laughs> like a foot past you in either direction. Well, I'm 13, um, so I'm like shorter than you know, like a full-grown adult. So he's probably like aiming for the head of like a normal full-grown adult. But I'm like, I'm just small. So yeah. <laughs> um. So it it sort of looks 
angry and snarls and goes, uh, and it is your turn. Okay, I am going to cast ice knives at it. Ice? Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to make uh, a ranged spell attack against this guy. Okay. Oh, that's not very good. That's just a 14. I am sorry. That is a miss. <laughs> okay. Um, can you make a dex saving throw for me? I can indeed. That is a 19. Oh, that's a 16. So but... no half damage? Oh, no. No, no half damage even. Okay, never mind. You f- you foiled all of my attempts. Aw, oh, I am... I am sorry that you had to waste a spell slot. I know you for that. Did nothing. Um, but <laughs> but it rushes, uh, having been ineffective with its throwing knives. It rushes up to you and it punches at you again twice. Okay. Uh, the first one is a fourteen to hit. That is a miss. And the second one is a sixteen to uh, hit. That is a hit. All right. It deals you. Oh, shoot, I dropped my dice. <laughs> That's not particularly good. You have to re-roll that, huh. even if it's on it, sixes. I, I did. It deals you five points of bludgeoning damage as its palm hits you square in the sternum. What did you say that this guy is wearing? Um, It is a hobgoblin wearing sort of... Uh, it's wearing, like, robes, like leather uh, uh, sort of... Armory, ninja-y, type things. studded leather? No, it is not. No, Man. it is not studded okay. leather. It is cloth. Okay. Your turn. What do you do? I am going to mm-hmm. try this again. I'm going to make another ranged spell attack. This time it's a 16 to hit. 16 is a hit. Uh, is that the same spell? This is the same spell. Okay. All right, you are about to take. You're just uh, you're just burning them spell slots, huh? Apparently, <laughs> you take five piercing damage. Make another deck save. Eighteen. Oh, I'm rolling good on the deck You saves. are okay. So that is all the damage that you currently take. So he's like and he it, did a, 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 a like. Uh, just so you know, this does look like a she. Oh, she. Oh, I'm so sorry. I do, apo- I do apologize. Uh, <laughs> but they're... I did not. They're, like, up in my grill, right? Um, no. Okay. Well, oh, wait. They, sorry, they did are they now. So technically, me? you should have rolled that with disadvantage. They did punch you, but it's fine. You already rolled it, so... Uh, okay. Go ahead. That is all that That's I have. That's my bad, guys. But I just I wanted forgot. to know exactly where they were. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they are right up in your grill. So technically, on ranged attacks, you will have disadvantage. But I definitely forgot about that until right now. So we'll, we'll deal with it later. That's um, fine. Yeah, it's gonna make another two attacks. Okay. It's gonna try to keep punching you. I mean, as a free action, I'm going to be like, I, I don't, I don't care about, I don't care about you. I'm just trying to warn my family. Surely you have a family that you care about. Why Why would you have to attack me and stop me from helping my family? Um, well, it definitely hits you for four points of damage, and it says, I was bred for this. You're not going to warn anyone. Well, that's really rude. And it punches you. I'll punch him. I'll punch him. It will be your turn. 
as you guys are standing on this tower high above the city. How close am I? Uh, tell me a bit more about the mechanism by which I can ring this bell. So it's, I mean, it's not terribly complicated. There's a bell and there's the little, I don't know what it's called, the thing in the center. The that actually like The clapper. Yes, and it's got like a, a rope okay. sort of attached to it with a big old knot. And uh, this tower isn't super, super huge in diameter. It's maybe like 15 feet across. Okay. Um, so there's not much room to maneuver. So are we at the top of the stairs or are we on the stairs? Did I get onto this platform? You got to the top. Okay. So you guys are like right at the top of the stairs. So the, she's just the... trying to punch you. Okay. The rope is like 15 feet away. No, it's it's probably like seven-ish, seven and a half feet. Okay. Well, as my I disengage. The ro- it's in the center. Can I disengage okay. and move? Yes. Okay. So I disengage and I move right to the rope. Okay. You move to the rope. And I cannot do an action, turn. correct? Correct. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just like, the first thing that's going through my I, my head right now is, like, my little sister. I'm like, I, I don't really care what... I'm like, I just need to let mom and dad know, like, to get in the cellar. Like, this is just all that's going... I mean, it's basically just images going through Octavia's mind right now. I mean, she's 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's, she's not a trained fighter. It's not like she was brought up in some, like you know, military family or anything like that. I mean, she's just totally thinking of, like, how can I let mom and dad know to get, you know, my little sister to the safest place that they can? Yeah, so from on top of this tower, actually, you you can see out miles in either direction because it's relatively flat. Uh, that There's hills until it gets to the mountains far in the distance, and, and you can begin to see this sort of dark cloud coming mm. over the land. So you are you are at the bell, mm-hmm. poised to ring it, but this creature does not seem to be wanting to let you do that. Haha. Um, and it is going to fing fing pull two more knives out of its belt and fling them at you for a son of a gun. Do you know the first thing I rolled? Snake it's the same thing. Eye. Uh, so I rolled a, a five and a natural, a natural five and a natural one. So oh, I think those are both gonna be misses. Hunting! Yes! I'm not cooking these dice either. Hey, these are exactly what I'm rolling. Hey, hey. Uh, so two, not two more knives. Shoo, shoo, right past you, and she's like, "Oh man, I'm not as good at this as I thought." I guess. <laughs> um, so you, you are up. You are at the bell. I ring it. Clang. Um. Yeah. You begin just pulling on. The rope and it begins ringing, dang, 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 and you know that this hasn't been rung. I mean, you've never actually heard it uh, rung because it's really only meant to be rung in uh, situations of emergency. And you, you are too high up above the ground to to really s- tell what's going on down there. But you know that you have you have successfully completed the ringing of the bell and your mission. Uh, so that that is your action. Mm-hmm. Would you like to move or anything else? Is she blocking the stairs? Um, at this point, yes, okay. she would be. You would have to go past her to get down the stairs. Can I move through th- uh, Threatened Square? No. Okay. I mean, I can invoke an attack of opportunity and do so. Yeah, I mean, you could go around and start going down the stairs, and you would provoke an attack of opportunity, and she would most likely pursue you. Okay, I do that. Okay. I mean, uh, again, again, I'm a kid. Like, I'm, okay. I'm a run. 
Okay. Uh, you run past her, and she strikes out at you for a son of a gun. This is the third natural one I've rolled. Oh, I'm so sorry, bud. Well, she misses, oh. and she misses you very badly. Did she hit herself? Um, she just sort of, Phew. No. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> she rolls pretty crappily, and you begin running down the stairs, and you can hear her well, she's probably right really tall, right? I mean, aren't hobgoblins, yeah. like, really big? No, they're, they're about medium oh, size. Really? They're, okay. She's about as big as you, maybe a little bit taller. I mean, she is taller because you're 13, yeah, but yes, uh, she's pretty big. Okay. So you you begin running mm-hmm. down the mm-hmm. spiral staircase, um, but she is running as well, and she's going to keep throwing knives at you because well, it's a spiral there's not stair- much else for well, her to do. Well, it's a spiral staircase, right? So ostensibly, I should have some cover because I'm going to be perennially around a corner. Yeah, I, I guess I could buy that. But she's going to she's gonna take another, another two shots at you as you guys are racing down these stairs. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, but. Oh my gosh, I'm rolling so badly. Oh, I'm so I sorry. A... I mean, I'm. It's a natural seven and a natural three. Are you sure that the seven won't hit me? The seven comes to a 12 total. Oh, I'm sorry. That is still a miss. Yeah, so. Pew, pew. Knives just like glance off the, uh, the stone walls as you are racing to the bottom of these stairs. And you, uh. Yeah, you, you get to the bottom and sort of burst out of the staircase panting because you've been running mm-hmm. for a solid, like, couple minutes. And you're like, <laughs> I slam and... the door behind me. Okay. And uh, you do that. I shout out, what was that priestess's name that I interrupted? Did I actually get her name? You did not get her name. Okay, I will just shout out to the uh, temple at large. Uh, There's a hobgoblin in the tower! Uh, I need someone who has a key to lock this door, like, right now! Uh, that, that same woman starts trundling over, and she's like, oh, did you have fun up in the tower, my dear? <laughs> and she, fun, she's got mother, her please lock this door. key rings. Um, roll a strength check to keep that door closed. Okay. Oh, hot dang, that's a six. Natural seven. Uh, you are holding it, but poof, uh, the the hobgoblin slams into the door behind you, and it cracks open. And she reaches an arm out, trying to get out, but not fully all the way out yet. The priestess with the keys is walking up, and she's like, ah, she's sort of humming to herself as she's sorting through her keys again. I... Um, there's an arm desperately sort of like sticking out of the crack between the doors, trying to push it open even more. Uh, roll another strength okay. check. Oh my gosh, that is a three. I rolled a 14, oh so um, no. the door whoo, swings open, and you're sort of pushed uh, forward as this hobgoblin rushes out into... Uh, the crowd. Now, the ringing of the bells did cause quite a stir, and you see that the bottom floor of this te- of, of the temple is largely evacuated. Okay. Um, there aren't really any more civilians in here. They're just some priestesses uh, ushering ushering the last few uh, people out of the temple. But this hobgoblin bursts out of the the door after you, looking angry. Okay. And uh, this poor old priestess is sort of still walking towards you and she looks at the this red horned creature and she's like I only let one person up into the tower. Oh my gosh. Are there, do I see that there are any like clerics or like paladin-y type people who are around who can help this 13 year old or is it literally like Octavia, this old woman and some tourists? No, not really. 
Oh, There's dang. a few tourists who are being who are rushing out, but it's it's largely empty. And you you are to thank for that. You did ring the bells. Oh, Octavia is definitely being like, okay, I just got to get to the bottom, and like the the clerics will be there, and I won't <laughs> be alone. But apparently, she's still alone, and now she like isn't gonna let this poor old lady get hurt because of like her leading this bad guy towards her. Okay. Um, well, we are still in initiative, so I'm gonna say it is your turn now. So you may do what you wish. How close am I to this person? You got pushed forward, so probably about ten feet away from the hobgoblin. You guys make about a triangle with ten feet on either side. Okay, I'm going to, as a bonus action, cast Shillelagh, and I am going to take the staff that I have in my hand that was a gift from my grandmother, and I'm gonna smack this person on the head! Alright, roll it. Oh, that was a natural 19 for a 24. That is a hit. <laughs> yes, 24 definitely hits. All right. All right. So, Roll me some damage, baby. Oh, all right. That is 11 points of damage from my staff hitting her in the head. Dang, 11 points. That's a lot. I know. Actually, actually Shillelagh is not bad because I have a pretty good... Spell attack bonus. You wind up and you just clock this hobgoblin right upside the head and she stumbles backward, clutching the side of her face. Uh, the the priestess uh, who is walking up with her ring of keys, she's looking still confused, but then she raises her hand and sort of waves it in a circle and she casts Sacred Flame. Oh yes, clerics are the best! And that is a fail by the <laughs> hobgoblin. Oh yeah! The hobgoblin takes oh, eight points oh, of damage. Yeah! Um, it's looking pretty rough at this point. The 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 priestess says, "Be gone with you, foul demon!" <laughs> yeah, I like this priestess. But it is it is actually the hobgoblin's oh, turn dear. right now, so it is. It's not giving up on these these knives. It sort of takes a step back, pulls two more from his belt, flings one at you, and flings one. At this poor old woman. Oh my gosh, if uh, she dies, Octavia is super duper going to be scarred for life. Alright, so the uh, the metal die is for you, and the uh, turquoise and white die is for the priestess. Oh, the gummy die? Oh my gosh, I rolled a natural three and a natural one, and I'm not joking. Oh wait, what did you roll? I rolled a natural three and a natural one. I am doing so bad. You rolled like four natural ones. That is that is literally the fourth natural one I have rolled in the span of like ten minutes. I'm like happy for my character, but like hot dang, that's crazy. <sighs> they both miss. Oh. Knives are not her thing, apparently. She skipped that day in hobgoblin training. Oh, sorry, bud. <laughs> that is that is fine. Um <laughs> it's your turn. And she is just looking fed up and she's like, oh my I need to stop throwing these knives right now. Uh so she took a step away from me, so I'm gonna take another step up to her and Okay, you're in melee range now. I am going to use uh Shillelagh on my staff again, and I'm just gonna bop her on the head. For a total of seventeen. Seventeen is a hit. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, that's only six damage. 
Six damage. Yeah. All right, you thwap her upside Min- the minimum. other, uh, the other side of the head, and yeah, she reels back. She's looking pretty bad now. And again, I'm realizing that you just hit her with shillelagh, so you should have been in melee range, so she should have had disadvantage yeah, on those attacks, but it didn't fine. matter anyway, because I rolled a natural one and a natural three, so. It's all fun. I mean, it's fine. Don't email me about the rules. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm going to make dear. a lot of mistakes to come. All right, uh, the priestess's turn, and she, uh. I love this priestess, BT Dubs. She's just going to wave her hand again and cast Sacred Flame. One more time. Well, that is a 13, which is a success of the saving throw. (laughs) So she dodges out of the way of uh, the priestess's sacred flame, uh, but it comes back to the Hobgoblin's turn, who is locked in melee with you, so I'm not going to make that mistake again, so it's going to make two punch attacks at you. Well, the last time you said that she took a step back, which probably should have incurred an opportunity, again, whatever I ro- Ooh, there, finally, finally. Uh, that is going to be a 15 and a 17 to get. Oh, both of them hit. Meets it, beats it for the 15. All right, how many hit points do you have left? Um, You're making me do math on air. Like, this is not fair. Are you not keeping track? I mean, I am, but it's a more vague, close to death and very alive as opposed to, like, specific numerics. So I have 16 left, in fact. Uh, well, it hits you for nine points of bludgeoning oh, damage. Dang. Poo, poo. As finally two good hits just connect again right in your sternum and you uh, stagger backward, <gasps> gasping for breath. Oh, wow. Um, it is your turn now. This thing, it's got two just like black eyes. Uh, your, your shillelagh, it's caused just like its cheeks are puffed up and bleeding from where you just cracked it over the head a couple times. Not looking good for it. Octavius, like, a little bit. I mean, again, this is a 13-year-old who is, like, beating to death this other creature who's trying to kill her. You can roll non-lethal damage. This is, like, a traumatizing situation. So she's going to to hit uh, this hobgoblin with Shillelagh again with her staff. And, yeah, she'd like to do non-lethal damage. Okay. Oh, um, that's not great. Roll it. That's only a 13. Only a 13. That is unfortunately a yeah. miss. So, whew, it manages to duck under your blow. Uh, it is the priestess's turn. And she is a one-trick pony. <laughs> oh, don't be sad. She's, she's doing her best. She's, oh, she's forgotten all of her other spells. Oh. She only knows Sacred Flame anymore. It's very good for the skin. I don't have a stat block in front of me for her, so I'm making her up as I go. <laughs> you're, um, you're doing very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hobgoblin, the, the hobgoblin rolls a fourteen, which is again a pass. Uh, the poor priestess yells, "Darn it!" And it is uh, the hobgoblin's <laughs> turn again. And uh, the hobgoblin is going to use its action to disengage from you, and it just starts sprinting away, trying to get out of the temple. It only moves 30 feet away from you, and it is your turn. It is trying to escape with its life. <laughs> uh, that's not gonna happen. Uh, you said that she is 30 feet away? 30 feet away. Okay. 
I'm sorry, 40 feet away. 40 feet away, that's fine. All right, how does um, a 21 sound to hit? 21 is a hit. What are you doing, though? I am casting Ice Knife on her. Again? All right. Well, you finally got a hit. That would be two damage. Oh, that's... Wait, really? That's not I good. rolled poorly on my D10, okay? <laughs> okay. I would also like her to make a dexterity saving throw. Well, you know, she would, except the two damage kills yes! her. <laughs> and this shard of ice just shoots through her back and protrudes at her chest, and she falls to the ground, dead. Octavia's traumatized. Gwyneth, as a player, is ecstatic, but Octavia is traumatized. This is probably is probably like the first per- thing that she's killed. I don't know. Oh, pro- I mean, you were out in the woods, so you've probably like hunted, but this is probably yeah, the first like the uh, first humanoid yeah, you may have hu- killed. Yeah, like obviously she's killed like animals and stuff, but like sentient humanoid creature. Who hot dang. This you you are alone in the bottom sort of floor. It's basically a large open uh, open room, a couple pillars, uh, some exit halls to the uh, to each of the cardinal directions uh, with this priestess and this dead hobgoblin. Uh, what do you do? First, I turn to the priestess and I say, "Dear mother, I apologize for the for the." this whole thing and i am i wanted to wonder what your name was and thank you so much for believing in me um my name is andrea and i appreciate your concern but i haven't had this much excitement in years <laughs> so i've quite enjoyed myself of course she has you wouldn't believe it and then octavia kind of bows to andrea and goes over to kind of Look curiously at this hobgoblin. Sure. I don't. She says, I, "Oh, I, don't, don't mind the body. I'll clean up for it, dear." I mean, Octavia's probably seen few dead humanoids, so. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. It's a. It's a hobgoblin. It's got sort of red skin, and it's wearing sort of tight-fitting black leather. Uh, uh, armor on its belt. It's got a ring of sort of throwing knives, and it's wearing. Uh, you you see that the horns aren't actually part of its head. It's actually wearing a a mask. Oh. Um, to have those horns attached to it. I'ma loot that body. You you can you loot a few throwing knives, but it doesn't have anything particularly interesting on it. I take that mask. Okay, you you take that mask. It's just as ugly beneath the mask as the mask is, but okay. Um, <laughs> you now have a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I just have mask on my character sheet. Mask, mask. Um, again, Octavia thanks uh, Andrea, and she runs home so hard. As you exit the tower, before you can get home, uh, you you. Get out into the streets and you can see people rushing to and fro. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see, uh, the, that, um, the, the shops and, and restaurants in the general area are, are empty and their doors have been closed and barred and curtains are being drawn. And, and some of the more, uh, the more prudent and quick acting people, boards are even being placed up over some windows. Oh, wow. But, 
Uh, the, the Bells, uh, it's a serious event. It hasn't happened in a long time, and people aren't sure exactly what is going on, so they're not taking any chances. Mm-hmm. But people are running, people are, are freaking out. Uh, the tourists in general are like, we don't know what to do! Oh, yeah. uh, so there's a, a large rush towards the, uh, the hotel region okay. where they would likely be staying. Uh, but as you're sort of in the midst of all of this chaos, you see, you see a man rushing towards you and it, it's a guard. He's wearing the armor of the city guard and there's an arrow, uh, sticking out of his shoulder. Oh my gosh. And he's clutching it and there's blood sort of seeping out of the wound and he's screaming, they've, they're approaching the east wall. There's ogres coming for the east wall. They're going to tear us to pieces. And, uh, another cleric sort of is rushing out of the temple. They came out of a different door that you can't see and he's, He's carrying a crate, and it's filled with straw, and inside there are uh, several glass bottles filled with a rich red liquid, but he's also very old and doesn't look like he can move very quickly. I mean, he says to the... He, he walks up to the guard, and he's about to hand it over, but he's like, you're, you're in no condition to carry this. You'll, you'll shatter them before they get halfway there. You're, and then he looks at you, oh, and he says, oh you're, gosh. you're Anthony's sister, yes? The... the the one touched by the gods. Uh, uh, Octavia just nods silently. I says, "You, perhaps, perhaps you can help. T- take these to the east wall. It seems they'll be needed there shortly. Absalom, be with you." What do you do? He extends the crate towards you. I. Uh, so this is a an old priest who's saying this yes. to me. Yes. I- and uh, there's a guard standing there, but he's he's bleeding profusely. Okay. Um. I go up to the priest and I say, I will, I will take this to the east wall, but you must go to the mushroom cloud and you must ensure that my family is safe. He says, I'll, the mushroom cloud, I'll, I'll do what I can. Uh, and the, the cleric walks up and he says, let, let me look to this, look, look after this for you. I'll have him write his reign in a few moments, dear. And... As as long as either the either the cleric or the aged aged soldier will kind of check in on her family, mm-hmm. Octavia understands that she is younger than the two of them and has abilities that they don't have, and accepts that the greater good has to. Oh, she hates it super duper much. Uh, she doesn't care about the greater good, and she really just wants to make sure her family is safe. But she knows that mm-hmm. she doesn't know where Antony is, so maybe he's on the east wall. Maybe he's about to die. <sighs> She's going to take the box, but she looks okay. into this cleric's eyes, and she says, you, you must make sure that my family is safe. And she takes the he box says- and she goes. Okay. Uh, he, you see the guard nod to you as the cleric steps up and begins attending to the wounds. You rush back. Uh, you're almost retracing your steps back to the eastern wall, to the eastern gate where you had just come from. And uh, you, you get there and you see that there are already several volleys of arrows that are been been flung past the walls and are they're sort of sticking out of the ground. Uh, you see a few wounded guards lying against the walls with people sort of tending to their wounds as well 
um, as you as you rush up and you see the guards have sort of assembled. There's a rows of them on top of the walls with spears and bows firing back at the approaching army, and you can again sort of feel the ground rumbling and vibrating as the march of this army is getting ever closer. What you do? So I know what I have in this box, right? It's a bunch of potions of healing? It's a bunch of healing potions, yes. Um, so do I see, do I, I mean, are there like tons of them in this box or are there like three? Uh, there, there's probably about a dozen. Okay. Uh, do I see the captain of the guard or the captain of this unit? Uh, you can see someone who looks like he's generally in charge. He's got some more stripes on his uniform and, and whatnot. Okay, I rush up to him and I say, I was given these potions of healing to deliver to you from the clerics over at the Temple of Absalom. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how many of them are are, are in here or, or how powerful they are or anything, but uh, I, I was told to deliver them to you. He says, these will be, these will, these will be useful in the battle to come. They are approaching. They've already started the volleys of arrows. Take them down and, and uh, give give them to our, our field medics. We already have some wounded who may need them. Do I just know who the field medics are? or uh, There were there were a couple wounded people and there were some other people attending to them. Okay. So you would assume to take them to the, the people tending to the wounds. Okay. Uh, so she says, uh, we'll do. Uh, uh, do you know if Antony is still safe? He says, I, I don't mean to be rude, but I have bigger problems than worrying about who, who it is you're looking for right now. And then he sort of, he, he doesn't, he's not trying to like push you off, but he's trying yeah. to prepare his men for, and you can see as you're up there talking to him, this army is, is just steadily marching toward you. Oh my gosh. And okay. So Octavia will look around and she'll see, you know, the closest field medic-y type, you know, type person. And she'll rush up to them with this box of box of the potions. Okay. Uh, you you extend it towards them and he says, uh, thank you. Thank you for this. These will these will go a long way. And he just grabs it and continues uh, tending to tending to the wounds uh, of the people. And he grabs one of them and uncorks it and shoves it down in, in the gullet. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, of one of the the people who's been pierced by arrows, and someone you hear someone on the wall yell, "Another volley incoming!" Um, and everyone sort of <laughs> ducks behind the crenellations of the wall, and a few seconds later you see <laughs> just scores of arrows come uh, flying over the wall. Do you do anything in particular? Um, I ask this. The, the this medic who I kind of assume is a cleric. Um, I ask them. Have you have you seen a have you seen a a young boy named Antony? He says no no I'm I'm sorry I I, d I don't know what's become of him. Okay. I think his voice changed in between like those two minutes, but that's okay. Oh, uh, that's fine. A volley of arrows <laughs> can do that to you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that if if Octavia doesn't see Antony or or know that Antony has been harmed. She kind of, she prays to Absalom to to be protected, to protect him, and she's going to go home, run home to try to find her parents and her sister, who, you know, like, Antony chose, chose the militia life, and, but her sister didn't, and her parents didn't, so she wants to protect them. So you deliver the potions. Can I and take And you begin one? hearing people, 
Uh, no. Well, I mean, you uh, can try, but they're... <laughs> I'm not a rogue. Yeah. I might um, be chaotic, but at least I'm good. I'm not going to take potions away from dying soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Um, as you turn to leave, you hear uh, someone on the wall scream, The ogre's making a charge! Brace! Uh, and then a few seconds later, there's just a thunderous... As uh, you you can see something slam into the gate, uh, and it it shudders. Uh, oh do you continue? Gosh. Do you continue heading home? I I just run. Yeah, running. I assume I know the way. Yes. Yeah. You're you're familiar with this town by this point. So you run home. Uh, mm-hmm. It takes you a few minutes. You can hear the sounds of. Uh, as as you get farther and farther away from the wall, you can hear the sounds of battle begin to start as the army sort of reaches the wall and begins assaulting your hometown. Oh uh, you gosh. get to your you get to your house and you push in and uh, the store is I mean it's it's abandoned. There's no one in there, but you know I'll, I would guess you guys would probably have some sort of cellar or something. Yes. So if if that is where you were going. That's that's exactly what I was anticipating. I'm gonna like run in, and if I don't see anyone, I'm gonna assume that they're in the cellar, and then I'm gonna run right there. Okay. Uh, so you run down, you open the cellar, and you you descend, and it's lit by a uh, a torch. Uh, well, probably actually, it's lit by several candles, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you can see your family are uh, your mother and your father are are each clutching a candle, and uh, Celia sort of oh. huddled in between them. Um, Thank Absalom. As you rush in and they say, uh, your father stands up and he walks up to you and he just embraces you as soon as you've sort of stepped down there. And he says, Octavia, I was I was so worried when you didn't immediately return. What's going on out there? What's happening? I I saw them as as I was coming back with the mushrooms and I and I do have them. So hopefully, hopefully that priestess, she will get better. But. There's, they're descending from the mountains like a cloud. I, I mean, ogres, and I saw orcs, and I don't know how many of them there are. And I ran, and I ran, and I ran, and I was able to tell, I was able to tell the town's militia before they got here, so that we were at least a little bit prepared. And then, and then they sent me to ring the bell, and I had to go up to the top of the temple, and I rang the bell. But then there was, there was something there that was attacking me as well, and and then there was this old priestess, and she helped me, and she helped me defeat it, and. Pablo, I've never killed anything before, but, and I, I didn't really want to, but I mean, it was kind of like her or be able to get back to you guys, and, and then I was able to get back here, and the city is under attack, Papa, and that is, that is basically all I know, and she just, like, hugs her father, and, she has never been this distraught with all of the nightmares that she's had and the things that she's gone through, and she's just really happy to be here with her family. Your father hugs you tight, and then he sort of uh, breaks from you, and he grasps you by your shoulders, and he holds you uh, and looks at you eye to eye, and he kneels down, and he says, Octavia, you've been, you've been very brave today, and I'm very glad you've gotten safely back into my arms and I'm very I'm very proud of you it's all going to be all right 
And she, I mean, her tears are, I mean, her eyes are just welling up and just tears are streaming down her face. And he, uh, he grabs your hand and he stands up and he leads you back, um, where your mother and your sister are sitting and he, he sits back down and, and motions for you to, to join him. I just, I just sit next to him and wrap his arm around me and for the first time in what feels like forever, even though it's just been a couple hours, like feel finally safe. So, so the four of you sit in this dark cellar lit by candlelight as, as your city is uh, assaulted by an unknown army. And we will continue this adventure in the next episode. <sighs> Sounds good. Woo! Oh man! Woo! <sighs> Was an emotional one. <laughs> Me as a uh, player is not tearing up at all. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. The best way for us to grow and reach more people like you is for you to share us with your friends. So please tell your RPG group about us or any of your nerdy friends you think might be interested. If you want to get in touch with us, please shoot us an email at me, my spouse, and a die at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from y'all, and we always try to respond to each message we get. Oh, and we also want to thank Sirenscape for the amazing atmosphere and music. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com. That's S-Y-R-I-N-scape.com. Catch you next week!